Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 252 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get into it, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, our sin? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the tier of the kingdom, our sin, Lakpa. Hey guys, it's me, Tear of the Kingdom Lockby here. <laughs> man, let me tell you, oof, it sure is wet out there in the kingdom, man. Because me, I'm the big tier. I'm the number one tier. Everybody else, they gotta go through me. I'm the big tier. Yeah. Woo. So anyways, guys, go ahead and enjoy Tears of the Kingdom, a Legend of Zelda game made by Nintendo. So you can see me, big tier. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. That's uh, that was a little bit of my voice acting. You know, they Very got true. voice acting. Hire this man is what I I gotta say. Hire this man. They already, they already hired me. I was in, I'm in the game. Oh right, you are. Yeah, you're in the. Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten to so hire me for future sorry. roles. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to spoil. That was a spoiler, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Right Speaking of spoilers, sorry, Jonathan. Sir, sorry, sorry, Jonathan. Speaking <laughs> of spoilers, uh, we are going to discuss Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, as far as we've gotten so far but the first half of this episode is going to be spoiler free and even the second half of the episode is going to be spoiler light neither of us have beaten the game or gotten that deep into it there's still a lot left to explore so we're not going to spoil it for each other we're not going to spoil it for you guys but we will in the second half of the episode be talking about uh specific mechanics that might be nice to experience as a surprise for the first time stuff like that so if you really really don't want to hear anything about anything in this game just listen to the first half and and we'll keep things uh super pg and we'll go pg 13 in the next half uh, yeah. before we actually start talking about it though quick reminder if you want to help support the show so we can talk about stuff like tears of the kingdom for years to come you can support us by going to our ko-fi link in the description of this uh podcast you guys can donate as low as a dollar to help support hosting costs for the year this is completely out of our pocket uh, so helping us out there would be awesome if you don't want to help support monetarily, that is okay. You can also help by leaving a review on the podcast, either on iTunes or Spotify. Or if you want to, just join the Discord, chat it out with us, help us grow the community. Discord link will also be in the description of the podcast, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. With that being said, it's time to jump into it. This podcast has been years in the making. Ever since we saw that original clip, that original teaser of Link and Zelda walking in the catacombs with the torches uh, under Hyrule and just trying to discover what's going on. Nobody knew what that was, where that was going to take us. Nobody knew what game we were going to end up with as the sequel to one of the best games of all time. And now we can say that we do know what we know we're, what we're getting. We know what the game is. It's Tears of the Kingdom. We know how it plays. We know how it feels. And the uh, critical consensus is out they're saying it's a masterpiece tens across the board from pretty much almost every publication if you're if it's not getting a 10 it's most certainly getting a nine uh with the exception of that one publication that gave it like a six out of ten that was wild um <laughs> but other than that it is getting rave reviews and now the question sits uh at the center of attention all right is this game better than breath of the wild um We'll answer that and many more questions right now. First, Arsene, give me your opinions. You don't have to answer the Breath of the Wild question. Actually, let's start at Spicy. Let's start immediately. Is this game better than Breath of the Wild from what you've played so far? Immediately, immediately, yes. You know, I, wow. I think it's crazy to say, considering, you know, I, I, I've seen my my Switch time on Breath of the Wild. I mm-hmm. put in 90 hours, okay? So I put in, a, yes, obviously, a sizable chunk of uh, time in the game. I explored every little nook and cranny. I beat the game, beat the story, yada, yada. Tons of fun stuff. It was a great reinvention of the Zelda series. Great uh, Switch launch title. Nothing but positive thoughts about that game. Tears of the Kingdom takes that game, and it's like, I'm sure people have seen this before, uh, you know, in the past few days, it treats Breath of the Wild as the tutorial. 
This is the real game we're playing now. We, we've taken that game. We've advanced upon it. All the mechanics are, in my opinion, better. You know, I think that the mechanics were pretty straightforward and it didn't, it, you know, it, it lets you be, cre- you were able to be creative in Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. as, you know, as you've seen, like I've seen clips up until the day Tears of the Kingdom came out of people doing brand new stuff in Breath of the Wild. I was like, wow, I didn't even know you could do that. But Tears of the Kingdom take took those systems, put a little spice on them. You know, they, they like chefed them up real quick and they made the systems completely better. And I think that that in itself is what makes the game better. Having these this new suite of tools that are better than the first set of, uh, you know, tools. Having, you know, more voice acting in the game. As far as I can tell, I think that there are more, you know, side quests, more opportunities for exploration in this game than there was in the first mm-hmm. game. So mm-hmm. when you put all that together, it's basically like saying, oh, what's a good comparison here? Um, I don't know. It's like, okay, would you rather, like, let's say you're really hungry one day. Would you rather have one cheeseburger or two cheeseburgers? They're the same. They're like, they, you know, you want two cheeseburgers, right? They're the two cheeseburgers mm-hmm. is clearly better than the one cheeseburger. That's how I'm, you know, this nonsensical, you know, metaphor is how I'm going to compare uh, Breath of the Wild <laughs> to Tears of the Kingdom. It's simply better. I've had nothing but fun uh, while playing it. It definitely, you know, takes some time to get back into, you know, the world of Hyrule, but it was all worth it. It is all worth it, and I, you know, highly recommend it. That's uh, that's my initial review of this game. Wow. Will my opinion change? Wow. Probably not. It'll probably only get probably better. Not. I'll probably only have more things to say. I'll probably have even crazier things to talk about, crazier metaphors yep. as we go yep. on in time. Um, <clears throat> what I will say, is this better than Breath of the Wild? My personal impression. I'll give the boring answer. Yes, it is. But <laughs> I won't focus on that. What I'll focus on is I think there are many people out there that are having an experience that rarely happens in games. Uh, It's an experience that I feel like hasn't happened since like the mass effect days or like the OG fallout Skyrim days where a developer specifically creates a title on a franchise, this case, breath of the wild and you play and you're like, man, this game is amazing. I don't think me playing tears of the kingdom makes breath of the wild any less amazing because obviously breath of the wild was the blueprint so that tears mm-hmm. of the kingdom could be what it is today. Um, playing breath of the wild for the first time we've talked about on the podcast in the past, but it is genuinely a fantastic experience because of the sense of discovery that you have in the game. Like you never know what you might find over that mountain. You never know what you're going to discover in like, you know, uh, like when you, check out this particular region or this cave or whatever. Um, and there's always those moments where it's like, wait a second and breath of the wild. You're like, what is that? What, what am I looking at in the sky? It's like super far mm-hmm. away. You can kind of see a speck. And you're like, wait a second. That's a fucking dragon just flying around. <laughs> like those moments that breath of the wild created were incredible and exciting and a feeling that really can't be replicated except that they absolutely did replicate it in mm-hmm. Tears of the Kingdom. I feel like this stuff does not happen in games really ever. The only case where I can see this happening is like, at least for me, Mass Effect, where I played the first Mass Effect. I was like, oh shit, this game is fire. I played the second Mass Effect. I'm like, oh my, this is even better. And then I played the third one, which is you know debated as like whether it's good or bad. I really enjoyed the third one as it closed the story. I was like, holy crap, this is almost like a perfect trilogy. Um, and similarly with like going from like fallout three to Skyrim or something, just having those fantastic experiences back to back, um, or oblivion to Skyrim even, um, like tears of the kingdom, like you said, just builds and builds and builds and just like expands on breath of the wild in a way that it's like, I can't really even wrap my head around how they managed to pull this off in the amount of time that they pulled off. Like a lot of people say, Oh, it's still Hyrule. Like, first of all, mm-hmm. I haven't played 
Breath of the Wild in forever. This looks like a brand new map to me. I don't recognize anything. Like even going into the regions where like, you know, the divine beasts were in uh, Breath of the Wild. I'm like, I don't remember this map at all. This doesn't look familiar to me. I haven't played this game in forever. So like even the fact that they reused the map because they kind of uh, added so much detail to it because they added new environmental elements. It looks like a whole new map. Um, and then obviously, as you see in like the trailers and stuff, you have the Sky Islands that adds even another layer on top of uh, Hyrule, which feels you know still pretty new and fresh to me. Uh, but yeah. then, like you said, the mechanics really, and we'll talk about this in depth, um, I guess, more on the podcast. But the mechanics really do change everything, and it kind of like it like Breath of the Wild felt like. 100% a game where you could be creative, like you said, and think out of the box. But every time I saw people think out of the box in videos or clips, I was like, what the hell? Like, I literally would have never thought to do this in the game. Like, this is mm-hmm. never, this is not something that ever once crossed my mind. It's really cool that people are doing this stuff. But I played the game like a normal ass person, right? I used the abilities house, how the game pretty much thought I would use them. And maybe here and there, I might have like done something interesting. But for the most part, Nothing interesting about how I'm playing this game. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom makes it super easy to be those people that you saw in the clips of Breath of the Wild. Like, it makes it super easy to like think out of the box, and it almost forces you to think out of the box because the puzzles are so hard in this one. Where you're like, <laughs> I just have to figure out something to achieve my goal, and that just kind of blows up the possibilities of this game and the experiences that you can have. Amazing. Um, obviously I haven't finished it, but this is, they did it, man. Like they lived up to the hype. I didn't think it was possible. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of cases, it's not like games like this games, like God of war games, like Starfield have like unbelievable amount of pressure to be a game that almost doesn't really exist. Like, it's just like people expect it to be this like magical game. That's the best game of all time. Most games can't do that, and people are like, oh, okay, it's, you know, it's good, but it's not the best game of all time, but that's okay because it's building off of the previous. This one absolutely is that game that people were kind of hoping for it to be. So that's that's my kind of my quickie re- review on uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I, I'm, I don't know how many hours I'm into this game. Um, if I had to guess... 25 maybe i don't know i'm just literally throwing out a random number how how far do you think you're in in terms of like hours it's also super hard for me as well i think you know probably like in the 10 to 15 range i think you know which is pretty shocking and surprising that i've been able to you know squeeze so much time in you know with with uh baby duty and all that you know it will be interesting to see you know we, we got how many more days uh probably like another six days until we will be able to see on the on the on the switch hour is that how that works whatever. yeah it's a dumb it's when Wait, when you pick up when you pick up a game when you pick yeah. up a game and you play for the first time it'll say oh this guy's been playing it for a while and then after mm-hmm. 10 days then it'll start showing your hours at least that's how Why? it used to be. I don't know if they've changed it you know maybe there has been some update that I missed but nah, originally Okay, you checked in and said you played for a little bit. Yeah. All right. Check. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I checked it. I checked it. Yeah, and it just says you're playing this game or whatever. Okay. It doesn't give me the yeah. hours. Check back. Uh, not this Friday, but like next Monday or something like that, or next 22nd, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, check back on the twenty second, and you'll, it'll show you how many hours hell? you put in. It's weird. Nintendo's crazy, as we That's obviously wild. know. Who um, coded one that? Thing, yeah, I have no idea. One thing I wanted to you know briefly to mention is uh, a little news blurb that, you know, I shared in the Discord earlier about how, um, I believe, Ionama, Ionuma, the mm-hmm. uh, director behind uh, Legend of Zelda currently, um, stated that they want the series, the entire Legend of Zelda franchise, I guess, at least in terms, I'm assuming, just for, like, mainline games, to continue in the uh, same, like, scope as, like, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Which really leaves me worried. I mean, obviously, you know, we're still in the, you know, the honeymoon phase of Tears of the Kingdom. We're loving it, uh, blah, blah, blah. But is there ever going to, if we, if we're, you know, loving this game so much, 
Then three years down the line, we get an announcement for a Tears of the Kingdom 2 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get tired of this? Is this really the, the like, can we keep making better? Like, how can it get better? That's basically what I'm uh, thinking about here. And I feel like it's only destined for failure at this point for the rest of the series. I was really honestly hoping that, you know, they would say something like, oh, we're, you know, We've given you all the best game of all time. Now we're going to get a little bit grounded <laughs> and go back to, you know, a little bit of the old formula um, mm-hmm. and, and really polish that or something, really make that, you know, a special experience. But they're they're dub- they're tripling down. Literally, they're tripling down on the open world experience, um, allegedly. So, man, I'm I'm worried for Zelda as a Zelda fan. So kind of going off of this then and. Um, kind of weaving it back into a review. Uh, personally, I'm not worried uh, because one, I really do enjoy the open world format. Like I, I haven't played a ton of Zelda games to completion. I just played Wind Waker, and all things considered, Wind Waker is an open world game. Like it is a little more dungeony, but it's like, hey, you're just on this map. You have your ship, and you're just going to different islands in this big old wide open map. And the only I mean, that's basically kind of the same premise without as much density and like, you know, uh, information points. Um, and I've also played a little bit of Twilight Princess and I can't quite remember the format on that one as well. And it's more linear, right? There's like, there's like, uh, an open world section, Hyrule field where you're able to go around, but it's, well, technically it's open world because you can go where you, you want, but it is a linear game basically yeah yeah i mean i think right like the thing that makes uh tears of the kingdom and the same thing that makes breath of wild special is that at least for me and from my perspective the game feels like you're just being immediately immersed in this world like within minutes they're setting the the stage. They're saying, hey, you're on the Sky Island. These are the details. Like, here's the backstory of why you're here. Um, and we're going to teach you the mechanics. And immediately, you just start believing this is the world. Like, being on this little tutorial island, you're, like, looking around. You're like, okay, these little guys are new. These are new characters. And mm-hmm. they serve this purpose. Uh, my abilities serve this purpose. I can move around the world in, with these abilities using this or that. Um, and then it's just kind of like just tackle tackle this world that has existed for however long they want want you to believe that it's existed and you talk to these people and you talk and you explore these caves and you like interact with these different things and it just feels like it's not it doesn't feel like a video game it feels like you are just experiencing this world that these people have crafted um and i think as long as they use that as the core guiding principle for these games. I think uh, they will have like a good game plan on their shoulders. Like I do think if they decide to just continue to build on Hyrule, that might not be the most interesting thing because I think coming, like you're saying, like coming back to this open world Hyrule uh, a third time might feel like a little played out and it's hard to really think that some new abilities would change the entire perspective, you know, uh, especially considering how big the game already is. But I think if they basically built a new map from the ground up, gave you completely new abilities and gave you like a different link, similar to how all the Zeldas are, all the other mm-hmm. Zeldas are, right? You start with a different link with a different personality. I think if they did that with the same idea of like, hey, like we're just going to make it more... We're just going to make it easier for you to stumble upon things and experience the games. I think that's always that's what Zelda has always been. Um, and if they lean into that as opposed to just leaning into, hey, you're in Hyrule, it's a big area, and you have new abilities, I think um, there's nothing to worry about. But okay, that's that's far in the future. We're we're we yeah, still got to enjoy six seven years out at a minimum. We still got to enjoy this masterpiece that they gave us right here. Um, so like stepping back from your review for a minute, um, Mm -hmm. we're hitting the 20 minute mark, but I want to end on this before we get into a little more spoilery, 
uh, spoiler light section about some of our favorite mechanics and stuff that, that are in the beginning of the game. Um, if you're talking to someone who, uh, give me, give me your pitches, one pitch for somebody, I guess you don't have to pitch it on somebody who already loves tier of the kingdom, but for someone who, um, doesn't really not sold know, on it, uh, who doesn't, who isn't sold on it, doesn't really understand what the hype is, not necessarily against it, but doesn't know what the hype is right now. How would you sell it to that person? I'd sell this what game. What makes this game good? Basically. Uh, this game is a. What are some good ways to describe it? Imagine a Minecraft plus Elden Ring plus like game that or a plus story. Basically, mm-hmm. that's what we're that's what we're getting here. We're getting the the creativity that you would get in out of an, like almost sandbox nature of a Minecraft. We're getting um, the discoverability and not really the enemies. I mean, I mean in the beginning though, they're kind of. They kind of whoop your ass a little bit, so I would say you know there's <laughs> like a that learning curve for combat that you would get um, from Elden Ring, um, and then like I said, we we pop a, a nice little story on it that you know fills the world with life. You know, I think that's one thing that was missing from Elden Ring is you know there there's a story, but it's very obtuse. It's very like you know you gotta search for it. This one is a a more traditional game in the sense that they are laying out the story for you and they are you know they're still giving you breadcrumbs but it's not like you have to watch somebody's you know two-hour theory video to understand the story it's a straightforward story so yeah um that's kind of my pitch um i think that you know throwing out those big those big name games is uh should be at least enough to entice some people you know into the world of hyrule it should at least um kind of adding on to that uh i will say tears of the kingdom is so good because it always gives you a reason to keep playing a little bit longer it doesn't Mm -hmm. like it is not a game that starts out kind of like you know typical ubisoft or assassin's creed games nowadays where it's like here's the map here's a billion things like and there's five types of things and you can go Here's the map, and you can go to these five types of things. Um, it isn't a game that opens up and it's like, I'm going to overwhelm you with information, or here's the one goal, and it's really urgent, and you have to do this thing immediately. It mm-hmm. is a game that opens up and says, hey, this is the world. Um, there is an issue going on, but shit, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. We don't know how to solve this problem. <laughs> You're just going to have to you gotta figure, figure we gotta talk to folks. You got to you know check out these spots. Sure, it's pretty it's pretty urgent, but the game doesn't say, "Oh yeah, go to this location right now." If not, like the world is going to end. Uh, and I feel like sometimes there's a disconnect with open world games where it's like, "Oh, things are so pressing in the main story that it's like, oh, I didn't even feel like it doesn't even feel make sense to like go and explore, or enjoy the side mm. missions and stuff." Um, Zelda basically says, "Hey, this is the problem. The whole world has been affected. You can go to any part of the map, and you're going to see how this main problem has affected this world somehow. Everywhere you go, you're going to be gathering information or strengthening yourself. Um, and like uh, every person you talk to will have something interesting to say or, or lead you in a pretty interesting direction. And on top of that, the abilities really let you play it the way let you play the game the way you want to play it. Um, the fact that you can create." just a insane amount of gadgets and stuff is really awesome. Uh, the other abilities, the rewind, the, uh, move ability and the fuse ability also make it so that, Hey, like you can approach combat the way you want. You can approach defense the way you want. You can, uh, approach travel the way you want in terms of like maneuvering around puzzles or caves or, or the map or anything like that. Um, so I think, Regardless of what you're into or like how you like to play your open world games, Tears of the Kingdom immediately immediately lets you play the game however you want to play it, which is why I think this game is so approachable. And there's also just not a lot of stresses in the game. There are moments that are tense where you're like you're in this area and you're like, hmm, I don't know, I kind of want to get out of here. Um, <laughs> and there are moments where you're just like, hey, I'm just gonna go deeper and deeper, and I'm just gonna explore. And it's like I think an RPG thing, kind of like that's happened in. I remember like Skyrim and 
maybe sometimes Fallout where it's like, oh, I do a side mission and everything ends in a in a fight. There's always this little combat <laughs> section at the end of every side mission, and you do a side mission. You know you're going to end up fighting some enemies and you're going to get some item, and there you go. That's the side mission. Mm-hmm. It is not that case in Tears of the Kingdom. You don't know what you're going to get. Some side missions are pretty simple. Hey, use your ability. And to fix this problem, simple takes a few seconds. Some are like, Hey, we heard something is going on in this area. Go check this out. Uh, I heard a, a fable that this thing is happening over here. Go solve that. Very similar to breath of the wild, but like the, the situations they send you on even main story missions, like you never know what you're going to walk up on. It may be a fight. Mm-hmm. It may just be a puzzle. It may just be like, Oh shit, this is a mechanic in the world that I didn't know about. Um, so like, I, it's rarely a fight, honestly. It's yeah, it's not like too often, sometimes yeah. you'll encounter enemies, but they never force the issue on it where it's like, oh, you have to fight these enemies. Like every now and again, like you might end up in a situation where, oh, this enemy is guarding this treasure, but it's very rarely that situation. So it doesn't feel super formulaic or anything like that um, for the most part. And when it does, it's kind of like, oh, you know what you're going in there for. Uh, if you're going into a cave, you're probably looking for a certain material or some some minerals or whatever. Uh, and it doesn't feel stale because you know that what you're doing. So keep surprising, man. It's a great game. It's a great game. And with Beautiful that, game. if you don't want any spoilers, any light spoilers or anything like that, we're going to start talking about some mechanics, some of our best moments uh, right now. So I'll let you start. You Let's said you're, you're underground. I'm deep, baby. How did I you? Made... How did this? How did this come about? Um, the original underground, you know, segment was, you know, I was following, you know, the first I think side quest you can get pretty much, um, uh, mm-hmm. where you will unlock the camera. I followed it, you know. I, you know, kind of trolled around under under the the depths, but I didn't think too much of it. I was like, maybe I'll come back to this later. After yeah. this is you know after tutorial I landed on the ground and whatnot. Yeah. Um, after I had done that and come back to the surface, I had the idea. I was like, hmm, I want to go see if there's anything special for going back to where Breath of the Wild started. You know, I wanted to see what was going on oh, at the uh, at the Great Plateau specifically because, or I, I wanted to go there first. I ended up you know doing a si- I got sidetracked on that. Ended up in the Sky <laughs> Islands above the great plateau then i was That's like hey, I'm, a, yeah. I'm already here let me go ahead and check it out so i'm checking it out and i'm like okay great plateau um i'm you know just exploring pretty much then i get hit with like like a side it was called a side adventure not a side quest i was like okay side what adventure uh okay sure they're like yeah do this and go i'm not gonna spoil the the what the adventure is what you know mm-hmm. it, it involves but they're like basically do this but you got to go down to the depths for it underneath the great plateau i was like okay wow. sure whatever so then I'm, i go down there and i'm like dang okay this is kind of like a lot of manual work so that that automatically is you know added hours because i'm like dang yeah. i gotta do xyz blah 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 but when i'm while i'm completing this task the there's like you know sections of this task the first mm-hmm. time i go down here to complete the first section i come across this like structure underneath like this mine structure mm-hmm. um and then I got a new ability while I was at this uh, this structure. I got, I got you got that one, idea. okay? Um, so yeah. we're probably you probably know what I'm like about this area. I mean, you might not was just there, know about the the quest. Was there a combat situation? There was a combat situation, yep. um, a boss combat situation um, that kind of that sidetracked me even more from this main yep. goal that I was doing in the side adventure. Um, yep. So I completed that encounter and then i got hit with another quest and they were talking about some yeah. oh yeah you could go and uh i'm gonna be in this other section of the map yeah to do more you know evil nefarious things and i'm like okay <laughs> sure whatever bro so i'm continuing my side adventure i complete that and then i'm like dang i'm already down here i might as well go do that side quest when i tell you bro i thought i was like <laughs> i don't know why for some reason okay the way that the depths are compared to the overworld it's definitely a smaller map, right? It's like, you know, it's not, Is I don't, it? it's not a, it's not a one-to-one, I don't think. Or I might actually okay. just be insane. I might actually be this, insane. It might be a one-to-one. Cause pretty close. I, I thought that it was like, you know, you know, like a, a proportion, like a, a, a slightly lesser version of sure, the overworld. Maybe. That's maybe, what I thought. Yeah. 
So I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and head over to this this area. Mind you, if we're talking like, you know, the overworld distance. Yeah, you're going I'm, far that, I'm going far. I'm going all the way across the map. <laughs> um, so I, I, I did it. I, I literally just... I just reached my goal. That's crazy. did the combat sequence. That's what I'm telling you. I got so many resources that you know you're you can only find underground, and and then I realize I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, I I could be exploring <laughs> the bright. I could be exploring the bright overworld, the bright to see what's changed yeah. in in Hyrule. Instead, yeah. I'm out here fighting for my life. You know, every ten seconds, you know, if I have the camera, like if I look away. I'll, all of a sudden, I'll hear like, and then like, I I look yep. back. There, there's these enemies. They just appear. They, they they pop out of the ground. They're whacking me. I'm like, what is going on? And then right when I almost got to the destination, I ran into. This is not really a spoiler here. You know the Linnell enemies from Breath of the Wild, yeah. the like lion centaur people. I yeah. ran into one of those guys, but like the dark version of it. And I was oh, like, oh, God. nah, let me get out of there. This man had aimbot. He, he shot oh. an arrow <laughs> up into the sky. When I tell you, oh, I was like, you know, God. I was a distance, right? I was like, oh, yeah, okay. He he saw me, but I'm going away. When I tell you, I like st- I stopped for a second because I was done climbing. And I got hit with a boom. And I was like, he just hit me. <laughs> I turn around. I look at him. I saw he was already aiming up in the sky oh, again. I get boom. And I died. And I was like, wow. That's crazy. Fortunately, I did spawn back in. I was able to complete the journey, like I said. Um, Um, Oops, sorry. Got my phone. But yeah, man, I have been underground for the past two days. Have not accomplished any story, (laughs) any story, anything. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to get. I finally just teleported back to the lookout tower. (laughs) So Uh, let me ask. Lookout landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you unlock, uh, like, the paraglider? Yes, I did finally unlock the paraglider. Okay, I, could not, okay. I could not complete any task down in the depths without it. I knew that that, yeah, that was, like, a must I needed to do. Also, yeah, I don't, I, I, you, could, you can't get down to the depths without it. Cause you have to, you know, skydive in there, and you just, you know, splat. Yeah. Um, that's crazy that you've been underground for two days because I've barely been underground. And the interesting thing is like, oh, you, you say you came upon that structure. Uh, I don't know if you you might know this. I don't know. But there's a like once you come back up from the first main mission that sends you down there, side main mission or whatever that sends mm-hmm. you down there, you come back up and say, hey, I did the thing. And they say, oh, go back down there. Because we're looking for the structure. Did you ever have that? I don't know if I did. Because that's how I ended up at the structure because they're like, um, basically they're like, oh, if you follow these things, you'll find the structure. Okay. I think I do kind of remember that. But then I was like, well, I I, I was like, I don't know if I can see them from where I am right now. I don't want to mess with that. So I ended up getting there. (laughs) That's why I don't really underground. I'm like, I got to get out of here, bro. Because it's like for, uh, Light spoiler, it's dark in there. It's not really spoiler. It's, it's dark. very dark. And you got to light like, up yourself. Bro, what is going on? And it's like, I'm just like looking over my shoulder. Like, it's more dangerous. There's a, there's a, like a status effect that just makes it way more dangerous to get mm-hmm. into combat encounters down there. Um, and it's just creepy. I just don't like the shit. It's very it's creepy. Me. Most of the stuff is just normal mobs with a little, uh, different skin on them on them but every now and again you're like what's what's going on bro it's just i don't like being in the dark so and then you can't see, but, you can't see anything if you don't light it you up you really you, can't see anything but it is interesting like i think that's the best part about it is where it's like there's still a draw where it's like dang i just want to go a little bit further in yeah here and see what i can find because it's just like so it's one of those things where it's like, hey, even when I was trying to find that structure, I would come across stuff and I'd be like, dang, I didn't know this was here. Like, I, I didn't expect to run up on this. So it's like you never mm-hmm. know what you're going to find. And that's how it is on every level of the the ground. Um, I think for me, my initial experience after coming off the tutorial island was came down. I was about to explore. I was like, no, I'm not going to do the main mission because that's how I tackle RPGs. And I was like, wait a second. I don't have my paraglider. I don't have my horse. 
and it's it's taking it's gonna take me forever to do anything out here. So I went and did the main missions, um, and got all the the stuff. And they kind of were like, "Hey, you know, we need to figure out what's going on. Princess Zelda is obviously missing, uh, but you can go to these different interest points to figure out what's happening." So I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go west, go west." And after that, it was it almost felt like, "Hey, I'm starting a movie." All right, when you leave that camp, it's like you're starting a movie, and this isn't a trilogy. This is like MCU level, you know, movie films you're making, right? Because me going west could probably be two whole movies. Because it's yeah. like, oh, I need to get there. I find a horse. That's a whole thing. Um, then you start like getting these towers to unlock the map, uncover the map, and I'm starting to use these as travel points. Uh, and then in the west, it is cold. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait a second, like it's super cold. So you have to figure out how to navigate that. And there's all these little things you're finding along the way to just get to the main story mission. Um, and I'll tell you right now, the main story missions. Have you have, have you even done any main story missions, brother? I don't know anything. I've seen a little oh, bit of like you know God. spoiler regarding like some things that occur. I have no sure. idea what's going on. All I know nothing. I'm so, ignorant. I, this is, you know, without spoiling any things, there's two, I think, main mechanisms to uh, uncover, like, really core story pieces. Mm-hmm. I love them both. I love them both. Uh, one is more of like a side quest where it's like, hey, you start doing the side quest and then you kind of like, oh, like there are these points of interest on the map. And if you go look at them, you'll basically unlock, unlock cut scenes. And those cutscenes are pretty interesting. And it's like, oh, okay, this is giving me way more backstory than Breath of the Wild ever gave me. Um, but mm-hmm. then when you do the really core missions, like similar to what the Divine Beasts were in Breath of the Wild, like when I say I was doing this main mission for fucking hours, bro, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm like, I just don't know. I, like, when is this going to end? And like, and then it finally ended. And I got this sick ass cutscene. And I'm like, I still have to go back on YouTube and rewatch it because this is one of the times where I looked away. Oh, I like, wait, my what the fuck? I was like, oh, shit, they're what doing something, something sick on the screen. I got to look back. But I'm like, let's fucking go. If this chunk, if this Western region, uh, and once I did the main mission, then it like opened up even more stuff to like even like another 10 hours of stuff worth to do on the on the on the West. On the West so, side. so I was just doing shit on the West side forever. And it just kept. Like I kept stumbling on more and more stuff. So if that's just like a quarter or less of what the game is going to be, I'm like, holy freaking moly. Like this just isn't going to end. And there's like similar to breath, uh, breath of the wild. There are those moments where it's like, Oh, you go to this one location. It's not a, at least I didn't find it in a side quest or I didn't find some of these things as a side quest. Some are go to these locations and you're like, Oh, doing this puts, like the game in a different perspective, like it helped, like this is enhancing discovery to another level. So now I know this mechanic that I'm sure most people will probably eventually find. I don't know. Uh, but now I have this mechanic that I guess this isn't a spoiler. Cause I won't tell you how to find it or anything like that, but there's a mechanic oh, that will show you where caves are. And kind oh, of just like, okay. It'll basically temporarily show you where all the caves, uh, in a particular particular area area are it was just like one of those things similar to like my experience in breath of the wild where i was like oh i saw like a rabbit a little like blue rabbit blue rabbit and you follow it and you end up on this mountain that has all these spirit animals and stuff on it i was like holy fucking shit i would have never imagined a million years this is where i would end up and it's the same thing where it's like oh i'm in this one area i talked to this character and they're like oh yeah I heard if you do this, like something will happen. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll try it. And then it's like, oh, now I just know how to see all the caves in an area. This is sick. Um, so I haven't even look. I haven't even tried to tackle the dragons that, like the dragons from the original Breath of the Wild that are flying mm-hmm. around. I don't even know what that experience is going to be like. There's a ton of boss fights on the map, like the lionels around the map that I'm excited to do and. Yeah, those aren't even They just those aren't even. They just random. <laughs> I tried to fight them. Trust me, it was a one hit situation. Oh, yeah. I'm not looking so. forward to getting back to the line. Actually, I am looking for that's the true elder. Those are like the the tree sentinels. 
of yeah. of, of uh, the high rule <laughs> world because they they 100%. really they skill check you and they're yeah. pretty not too frequent they're semi frequent around the map mm-hmm. so your your ass will get checked for sure. There's definitely other skill checks as well. Like uh, I'm sure you've seen the oh well, maybe not there are other skill checks as well. Um, seen the what? Yeah. Let me know. Let me know. I was gonna say the. I guess it's in the trailer, the little three-headed dragon in the trailer, Gleok. Gleok, yeah, Gleok, Gleok, yeah. I have not there. encountered Gleok yet. Yeah, there's multiple. There's multiple. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've so, heard there's a couple of those bad boys. I'm excited, yeah, I though. Got, my ass got torched. I did see spoilers. There are, there's another familiar face, boss-wise, that I was Ooh. like, okay, I'm... I'm I, I, or I, I'm ready to see it, and I think it might be down in the depths somewhere. Mm-hmm. And thinking about fighting in the depths is honestly crazy. I think you know, if it was on on Overworld, I'd be like, "All right, let's do it." And down in the depths, it just seems like it'll be a lot. In the depths, bro. Yeah. If I ever see a little enemy glowing in the in the depths, I'm like, "Yeah, we're we're uh, gonna go ahead and uh, circumvent you, sir." I fought a couple of those the cube bosses. I don't know if did you fight the cube Ooh, boss yeah. on the yeah, yeah. Uh, Sky Island. There, I fought fun. two of them in the depths, and it was. I don't know if they. I don't remember. I, I feel like I kind of came back and really mollywopped the cube boss in the Sky Island. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what his move set was, but the move sets are the ones down in the depths. It was interesting, you know. It really yeah. challenged. It, it was a it was, that was a real skill check in the sense that they you could tell that the game was trying to set you up for success. They were like, "Look, when you come into a boss fight, you need to be ready to use all the you know tools that we taught you from the jump, okay. and you okay. be ready to do that." And I was like, "Okay." I didn't get it at first. I was like, "Hmm, what, are, what am I doing here? Like, this boss is doing some weird stuff. There's no way I can beat it." Then, you know, after two, three tries, I'm like, wait a minute. I've unlocked my, you know, I've, I've hit an anime power up. I I've, <laughs> I know how to defeat this enemy now. I know Kung Fu. So that was we a, got a that Isagi was a over nice. here. I, I, I literally did an Isagi. You're right, bro. I pulled the little puzzle pieces together. I had yep. to, you know, bust it, bust the ego out real quick on them. <laughs> a little something like Dang. that. The fact that there are like bosses or just strong ass enemies underground just makes me so sad. I am not trying to do all that down there. Bro. Mean, Maybe bro? if I light the do? place up, I'll light yeah. the place up first and I'll come back. I'm out of. I just also forgot. I am almost out of the like little seeds, seeds? that light stuff That's, up. I that makes no damn sense. Started with like I want to say almost a hundred seeds. Yeah. And I'm down to like three, and then I've got a couple That's... big giant seeds, <laughs> bro. Because like you got to get to uh, another, I guess, light spoiler is that underground you can light up underground, um, so that mm-hmm. way you don't need the um, seeds. You don't need the seeds or anything like that. Yeah. But to get to those places, you gotta tr- you gotta trek through the dark. You gotta make sure that you know you have to get to the, these locations to light them up. Um, mm-hmm. And man, when I tell you, like some sometimes, I'll be standing in a spot like by one of the places I lit up, and I was like, "Hmm, okay, I see the darkness. Where's my next point?" And yeah. I'll look. I gotta, I gotta pull out the scope, bro. Yeah, it, it'll be like behind a tree. It'll be behind, like it's in the dark, right? There'll be a tree there, so I gotta like get the right angle and be like, "Wait, it's behind that tree over there." Yeah. Oh nah, how do I even get up there? And it'll be like all the way up in the sky. I'm like, bro. Tons of tons of crazy stuff. I am as oh, I gotta send you a picture of my link of his outfit right now, bro. My boy is a full okay. spelunk. I'm I'm, I'm spelunking okay. real hard right now. We gotta we, let, let's send pictures. Anybody okay. in the everybody join the Discord. We'll send pictures. What what's your link looking like right now? So we can you know kind of keep track throughout the you know little drip checks See, basically. My link is looking. He looks different every single time because like sometimes. I basically put on whatever gear suits the occasion. Have, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, I have, yeah. I have some flying gear, some gear to help me maneuver around in the sky. Got some. Got my ice gear. Got my. I got some. I got some underground gear too. So. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I need more uh, gear. That's what I'm. I'm noticing right now. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. gear deficient. Oh, yeah. There's. There's so yeah, you need to get on the surface world. There's a lot of good shit out there that you just oh, stumble upon. Um, I'm ready for it. 
Yeah, can you believe that one of the number one Tears of the Kingdom fans is none other than we've talked about him on the podcast many times, Matt himself. All right, let's go. Shout let's out, talk Matt. about how good this game is. That one of the biggest Breath of the Wild dissenters. Granted, he he admitted he never played the game. He played one eighth of the game, so he doesn't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, but one of the biggest Breath of the Wild dissenters is now. I I swear in ten in. Eight days, whatever, whenever that shit unlocks the hours, he might have 200 hours on he that could. game. He could. It's crazy. Wow. It's, yeah. It's I don't know. So how, funny. It, how did it get him? Like, if you think about, like, you know, this is one thing I'm, I'm mentioning you day one pretty much. If you think about the tutorial, sure, yeah. we're in the Sky Island, but it is the exact formula verbatim yeah. as what Breath of the Wild's formula was for, you know, you go, yeah. you wake, you literally wake up somewhere new. You have a little tablet. You got to go to th- go to three shrines and then talk to a wise old man, and yeah. then you can start playing the game. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I like that. Sure, sure. If he didn't, li- if he wasn't messing with it, then what? What? what I what, think what it's got just, him. I think he just has this misconception. He just had this misconception in his brain. He played 30 minutes, and he was like, just not in the mood at that time. He's just like, I don't like this. And then he was like, everybody's saying it's so boring. It's about Breath of the Wild, you know, Tears of the Kingdom is essentially the same as Breath of the Wild. Like, sure, Tears of the Kingdom has more content in terms of adding the Sky Isles and the Underground, but when we talk about day-to-day activities on the surface level, it's basically mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild with, like, maybe uh, an extra layer of content because they, you know, had the pleasure of, you know, building on top of the map they already made. But my experience in Breath of the Wild was almost one-to-one with my experience now where I'm playing mm. Breath of the Wild and I'm running around and I'm like, oh, I've never been to this area of the map before. And I just find something interesting. I discover something new. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is a cool experience. And I go to some other region. I start finding stuff. It's the it's the same experience, but um, just, a, you know, ramped up. I think uh, if somebody played Breath of the Wild for the first time today, I don't think that experience is any worse unless they play tears of the kingdom first of course yeah then they would say but yeah if you play if you pick up breath of the wild today without any yeah it's i mean like like you said it's the same game it's the same game i don't know why this man uh swears that the tears of the kingdom is completely different than breath of the wild or something but same game besides maybe he likes building stuff maybe that's it he doesn't even, well, I was like, he doesn't strike me as the type to, you know, get anal about building, like, you know, the Probably most, you know, crazy yeah. contraption. But he but could. I don't know. I don't we'll know see. how he spends we'll his see. time. Yeah. He seems, yeah, on, he can't be doing that because he's been progressing the story. He's talking about something. Have y'all met this guy yet? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, this guy? I don't know. This Who man's been underground. <laughs> he doesn't even yeah, know. I don't know anybody. <laughs> Are there people? That's crazy. Dang. But uh, I'm excited to talk about this on the Discord offline, you know, yes. talk about discoveries and stuff. I mean, there's even, like, even the boss fight that we were talking about, like, when we got the new ability underground. Even that moment, like, there was a small tell that I had uh, right before that moment. Because I was searching for the structure, and I ran into somebody underground. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, uh, like a... You know, it, it was it was NPC. a it was a similar feature from uh, Breath of the Wild. Where I was like, "Oh, what the fuck? You're down here? What <laughs> what what is going on here?" And then I got into the boss fight, and I was like, "Oh shit! Like what? How are we here? I was not expecting like this came out of left field." Um, so I'm excited to see how many more of those moments are going to be in the game in the regions I have yet to explore. So probably plenty, tons, probably yeah. plenty. So how long is this going to, like, what's the, I mean, I'm not playing Diablo. I just won't have time. I guess Final Fantasy 16 is the next game. You're going to be, you're going to power through Tears of the Kingdom in a month? With your eye surgery coming up, too? You're going to be out of commission for a week? That's fucking crazy. What are you going to do? I don't know. Final Fantasy is going to have to wait. I'm going to be honest with you. It might have to. It might have to. I mean, what's the rush, quite frankly? There's a rush for Hyrule. I need to say, I need to find Zelda. Yes. Final Fantasy, I don't even know what I'm looking for. 
and Final Fantasy. Uh, giant fights. They were kind of cool. Yeah, fighting, boxing Honestly, people. I mean, clean, you know, graphics. The, yeah, the combat, yeah. you know, looked good. I don't know. Yeah, but what's, what's, my, no. purpose? what's right, my purpose? Right, right. Ain't no, it ain't what's no What's Clive's purpose? What's his name? Clive? Clive? Is that his name? Clive? I think his I don't name know. is Clive, bro. I don't know anything about Final Fantasy 16. All I know is that they got big old fiery monsters, and you're going to be able to fight with them. With no what's black so, people. And with no black people, because that's unrealistic. Because <laughs> his name is Clive yeah. Rossfield, yeah. He looks yeah, kind of Clive is just. Clive is a kind of ass name. I'm not even going to front with you. Clive sounds like a black name, bro. They should have. He yeah. should have been black. Should have been. I'm thinking black. of Cletus, bro. Never mind. Anyway. Oh, hell no. We'll talk about that <laughs> in a month. I mean, we got to. Next several weeks are going to be jam packed, obviously. We're playing Tears of the Kingdom. PlayStation Showcase still allegedly supposed to be coming soon. Maybe it's announced. It's supposed to be next. So goes week. up. <laughs> Supposed to be next week. We'll see. Then we got all these this this not E three stuff going on. It's about to be crazy. Buckle in, baby. We're in the hottest time of the gaming year, and it's not stopping anytime soon. Let's go. Uh, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm buckled in. I'm strapped in. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not ready for it. I know I'm all not right. ready for what we're gonna what we're gonna encounter this summer. It's gonna be a crazy right. summer. Well, we'll give you an extra week to get ready and get your uh, get your opinions and in, in uh, once you've had some time on the high roll surface. But until then, thank you all for listening, to player player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and Spotify, and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways, or you want to submit a question to the show, you can visit playerplayerpod.com dot com or just join the Discord playerplayerpod.com dot com slash Discord. Links are in the uh, description of this podcast, uh, as well as our social media handles and all that good stuff. But if you need a reminder. Uh, big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Arsin as Pax Arsenico on Twitter and Twitch, or Arsin Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep playing Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, cry on, folks. <laughs>